Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah ala ni'mati al-islami wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has allowed us to live to see another Ramadan. And inside of Ramadan, there are tremendous blessings. And it is incumbent and a must and extremely vital and important that we strive to take advantage of these opportunities. Ramadan is a time of training where one will acclimate themselves to that which is good, that good that they are to carry on with them throughout the rest of the year, that good that the good ones, they were upon it prior to Ramadan. When we look at and examine some of the ibadat, some of the acts of worship, we find that there are in it tremendous opportunities by way in which we benefit. Tremendous opportunities. And these are acts of worship that are all year round. They're not restricted to just Ramadan, but acts of worship that are all year around. And that benefit is there all year for us to benefit from. Let us look at the Salah. A Shaykh Uthaymeen, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, Al-Allama, Al-Imam, he mentions, when speaking about the things that we do in our nights of Ramadan, Naam, speaking about the things that we do in the nights of Ramadan, he mentions, he says, after we break our fast, Naam, after we break our fast, um, following the sunnah and benefiting from the multiple opportunities that are there in the breaking of the fast. The Shaykh he mentions, he says, ثُمَّ يَدْخُلُوا مَعَ الْإِمَامِ وَيُصَلِّ مَعَهُ كَمَا أَمْرَهُ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ He said, and then they enter in with the imam and they, and they pray along with him. As the Prophet ﷺ, he commanded us to do. Meaning that what? Then they enter into praying the Maghrib prayer. Salatul Maghrib. Naam. And Salatul Maghrib is not something that is particular and specific to Ramadan. But this is what? This is all year. This is all year. Naam. So these fruits and these rewards are there for the picking all year. All year long. But definitely... We have to make sure that we are taking advantage of them in Ramadan. The Shaykh he says, so they enter into the prayer with the Imam as the Prophet ﷺ commanded them to do. So then they seek to draw near unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
بهذه الصلاة with this prayer they seek to draw near and they are thus and subsequently drawing near unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this prayer من وجهين from two angles from two angles now because remember we're talking about what the overlapping opportunities now so from two angles they enter into the salah worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from two angles now so there are two rewards reward for this and a reward for that a reward for what for each angle now a reward for each angle and remember that the good deeds are multiplied by what by 10 that the good deeds are multiplied by 10 I just want you to keep that in mind bear that in mind the first angle when we enter into the salah with the imam Naam. وجه الأول أنه يؤدي فريضة من فرائض الإسلام is that they implement an obligation from the obligations of Islam وهي الصلاة and it is the prayer this is the first angle that the person is performing the prayer that the person they are performing the prayer Naam. the second angle أنه الإمام, is that he follows the Imam. Naam. The second angle is that he follows the Imam. الإمام, and following the Imam in prayer, fiha ajrun. It has in it a reward. Now I want you to bear in mind that the Shaykh Rahimullah is focusing on these particular angles. Now, this is not maybe all the angles that could be mentioned, but he's focusing on these two particular angles, right? Because one can say there's also the angle that they're praying in Jama'ah, right? It's also the angle that they're praying in Jama'ah. Uh, for the men, there is an angle that what? They are implementing the command of the Prophet and the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pray in congregation, now, to pray in congregation. Right, so I just want you just to bear all this in mind that, the, that that these things are being highlighted, but it's it's not from the standpoint of restricting, right? Because there are many and multiple ways in which an individual yani, will benefit, and inshallah ta'ala shaykh he will highlight and mention some. So, the second one that is highlighted is that what they're following the imam, they're following the imam, now, and in following the imam inside the salah. There is what? A reward. There's a reward when you follow the Imam in the Salah. So this by itself is an act of worship. Because the Prophet he commanded us to do it. The Prophet he commanded us to follow the Imam. When the Prophet he said, when the Imam says Allahu Akbar, then those praying behind him say Allahu Akbar. Yeah. And when he goes to Rukur, when he bows, then bow. Right? Because in the Salah, we do not what precede the Imam. We do not precede the Imam. The Imam makes Rukur, then we make Rukur. Uh, in, in, in the beginning, the Imam, he makes the takbir of ihram, then we make the takbir. Uh, 
so on and so forth. The Prophet ﷺ, he goes on to say, وَإِذَا سَجِدَ And when he prostrates, فَاسْجُدُوا Then prostrates. Naam. So the Prophet ﷺ, he commanded us to what? To follow the Imam. To follow the Imam inside the Salah. The Shaykh, he mentions, he says, إِذَنْ تَكُونُ عِبَادَةً يُؤَدِّ عِبَادَتَيْنِ He says, so therefore, it is an act of worship that while doing it and performing it, one will be performing two acts of worship simultaneously. Naam. Two acts of worship simultaneously. Overlapping opportunities. For Ridhatul Islam, they will be performing the obligation of Islam, eh? the salah, by praying Maghrib. Naam. And they will be performing the ibadah of ittiba' al-imam following the imam asadu salah alladhi amarahu an-nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam bittiba'ihi of which the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam commanded us to follow the imam inside of the the prayer so by obeying the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in this regard then this is what ibadah this is ibadah so two acts of worship being done simultaneously naam and then the Shaykh he mentions, he says, He said, and then if we look to the prayer, then if we look to the prayer itself, He said, when we look at the prayer, he said, then, oh, what a ripe garden is this. What a ripe garden is the prayer itself. And I want you really to reflect on this because the prayer, the prayer is so important. Naam, it's vital for the success of a believer in this world and in the next world. If you want to go to Jannah, if you want to go to heaven, you have to be of those who pray, who preserve your prayers, who pray your prayers, who safeguard your prayers, who establish your prayers. There is no other option. You have to pray. Naam. So not praying is not an option. You have to establish your prayer if you want to be successful in this world and in the next world. Naam. So just reflect on this now. I want you to follow me, really reflect and pay attention to what the Shaykh is mentioning and some points of benefit that he mentions. He says in the prayer, the prayer is a garden of ripe fruits. It's a, it's a ripe garden. Naam. So many ways of benefiting. So many, so many means and ways of benefiting inside of what? Inside of the prayer. The Shaykh, he says, Fiha min kulli zawjan. He says the prayer has in it from every type of fruit, both types. It come in pairs. Um, a pair of every type of fruit. Two of every type of fruits. Right? The Shaykh, he mentions, he brings up some. He says, Takbirunillah. In the prayer, we're glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Proclaiming that there is nothing greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do this inside the prayer. When we say, Allahu Akbar. That Allah ta'ala, He is the greatest. We're proclaiming that there is nothing greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing. Nothing greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Inside the prayer, there is the reciting of the Qur'an. Naam. The reciting of the Qur'an inside of the prayer. This is a fruit of tremendous benefits and tremendous importance. 
inside of the prayer, there is tasbih, where we glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, proclaiming that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is perfect, far above and far removed any type of deficiencies, any type of imperfections. Allah ta'ala is far above and removed, is perfect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we proclaim this inside of the prayer. And then from the many actions and 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 the uh, um, the positions and so on and so forth in the prayer, all of it having it in its significance and highlighting the praise of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and showing and exhibiting the humility of the slave to his Lord Jalla Wa'ala. Naam. The Shaykh he goes on to mention, and of course this is a summary of the speech of the Shaykh. So I want to let that to be known. The Shaykh he goes on to mention in summary he says, فَأَنْتَ تَرْفَعْ يَدَيْكَ عِنْدَ تَكْبِيرِ He said that you raise your hands when you make the takbir. تَعْظِيمًا لِلَّهِ In glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in praising Allah ta'ala, in proclaiming the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. تَعْظِيمًا لِلَّهِ In declaring and proclaiming the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَتَرْكَعُ تَعْظِيمًا لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى And then we make ruku' in glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and proclaiming His greatness جَلَّ وَعَلَى وَلِهَا And due to this تَقُولُ فِي الرُّكُوعِكِ You say inside ruku' سُبْحَانَ رَبِّيَ الْعَظِيمِ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّيَ الْعَظِيمِ That Glorified, far above and removed, is Allah from any type of deficiencies, imperfections. Allah is perfect. Allah is yani, to be glorified. Now we are glorifying Allah Ta'ala, praising Allah Ta'ala. How perfect is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, far above and removed any type of deficiencies, any type of shortcomings. My Lord, the most great, my Lord, the most mighty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this is what we say, what? In Rukur, this is how we are praising Allah ta'ala. So I want you to reflect this on this now. Is that the posture that we take is that we bow. The posture we take in Rukur is that we bow unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then with that, in that bowing, we are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, declaring the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, then the shaykh goes on to the next position. He says, And then we prostrate upon the seven limbs. Then we prostrate upon the seven limbs. مَا فِي الْبَدَنْ وَهُوَ الْقَدَمَيْنِ وَأَعْلَى مَا فِي الْبَدَنْ وَهُوَ الْوَجْهِ نعم. He said in these limbs, these seven limbs, they consist and comprise of that which is in the lowest part of the body, and, that, and they are the two feet, and that which is in the highest part of the body, and that is the face. In other words, what? Tasjud, 
all of you prostrates into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The whole of your body prostrates into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَتَضَعُوا أَعْلَى مَا فِيكَ وَأَشْرَفْ مَا فِيكَ فِي مَدَاسِ النَّاسِ فِي الْأَرْضَ And then you put the highest portion of your person and the most noble portion of your person and you take it and you put it where the people's feet go where on a trodden path where the people walk upon you put it where on the earth you put it on the earth for what because out of humility you put it on the earth humbling yourself into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala humbling yourself into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the salah is tremendous is tremendous that many aspects of it showing over and over from what we say from the 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 uh, positions and so on and so forth glorifying and praising Allah and humbling ourselves unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is tremendous it is that in which when you think about it when you really understand it you just you just want to do more and more and more and more and for this the prophet sallallahu he said ju'ilat he said that the pleasure of my eye has been made inside of the salah. That which brought joy to the Prophet was what was the salah. This sujood, when we prostrate ourselves into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is incumbent that we take advantage of this opportunity. The Prophet he said, and as far as the sujood, then be diligent, excel, work hard, and what? In dua, and begging Allah, make, supplicating unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you need something in your hereafter, now we all need something in our hereafter, right? We need to go to the Jannah. We need to escape the fire. We, we need to go to the highest part of Jannah, so on and so forth. This is the kind of stuff we need to be asking Allah Ta'ala for. Give us the highest part of the Jannah, protect us from the fire, protect us from the punishment of the grave, so on and so forth. Now, make dua for you hereafter. Oh Allah, make it easy for us on the day of judgment. Oh Allah, make us pass over the Sirat with the most fastest way you can possibly pass. Now, so on and so forth. Make dua for you hereafter. Also, make dua for your dunya. You need something in dunya. You, you, need, you, need, you need a better position, need a better job, need a better car, need a, need a better house, whatever the case is. The sujood, that's your opportunity. When you're in sujood. So I want you to now reflect on this. I want you to reflect on this. I want you to reflect on this. Especially those individuals who you pray the prayer so fast. I want you to think about this now. How much you're missing out. How much you're cheating yourself. I want you to reflect on this. When you prostrate. Naam, the prostration is naam for praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By saying subhanahu rabbi al-a'la. How, yani glory to my Lord the Most High. How perfect and above and far removed is my Lord from any type of deficiencies, imperfections, so on and so forth. And he is the Most High. Al-a'la. Naam. But it's not just for saying that. Naam is for praising Allah ta'ala with that dua. Bila shakku bila raib. But also, it is for begging Allah. It's for begging Allah. So beg Allah Ta'ala during this time. 
The Prophet told us that when you come to sujood, really excel. Really excel in making dua. Right? So when one looks at this, then that means what? Then your, yani, the time that you prostrate, it's not going to be really fast. Right? It's not going to be really fast and then you back up. No, you want to take some time. Take some time. Beg Allah. Beg Allah. Beg Allah. Take some time. Beg Allah. Naam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, فَمَقِنُونَ and يُسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ He said because the dua that's said inside of sujood is more liable to be accepted, to be answered. The dua that is said inside of sujood is more likely to be answered. So therefore what? We don't want to miss this opportunity. But when we are in sujood, we want to beg Allah. This is when we really want to start begging, 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 begging. Naam? This is when all, all the things that you that you need, this is the time. This is a, this is a perfect opportunity. The Prophet Sallallahu said, is more likely to what to be accepted. It's more likely to be accepted. So we should we should strive to really beg Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this is what in general, of course for the imma, for the imams in, inside of the masajid, you have to keep in mind the people praying behind you and the like. So of course you don't want to yani, overextend where it becomes a burden upon them. Right? So everything has to be in balance. You understand? It has to be in balance. So you have to take take caution of the people who are praying behind you. Okay? But in general, you want to make sure that you get something of this in and that you beg Allah Ta'ala and take advantage of something from this opportunity Ta'ala. And especially what in the night prayer. In the night prayer, especially in the night prayer, because it's from the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallam to make yani, very long sujoods inside of the, the night prayer. So this is when you really want to take advantage with Nilahi Ta'ala. And of course, if you pray by yourself, then you can yeah, pray as long as, you know, make sujood for as long as you want. That's fine. Make sujood for as long as you come away because you're by yourself. You have to worry about anyone else being put into a difficult situation because you made sujood. Yeah, I need too long for them. And, you know, they may have issue, might be sick, something like this. I think it's understood, right? Okay. And then after the sujood, then you come up. The Shaykh says, Then you come up and you sit. And between that, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for maghfirah, to be forgiven, for rahmat, for mercy, to be guided, naam, so on and so forth, right? And then, and, 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 and when you reflect on that, that within itself is an opportunity. Now, so again, those people who come up real fast for a second garbage, subhanAllah, what you, you're losing out on so much. Like, what are you doing? You're losing out on so much. This is not right. But take your time, make dua, beg to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, because this is for your own good. This is for your own good. So, what are you rushing for? Okay? What are you rushing for? Alakulihan. This is the in the sitting between the two prostrations. Allahu Akbar. The Shaykh says, Allahu Akbar. Al-Ruku' marra, wahida. He said the, the Ruku' is one time. You make the Ruku' in, in, in a Raka'ah, we make the Ruku' one time. Okay? Was sujood marratain. But sujood. It's two times. Two times in a rakah, we prostrate unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bow once and we prostrate twice in one rakah. Now, the Shaykh says, The end of sujood, Ashaddu khudu'an wa khushu'an. 
He said because sujood, an individual, there will be yani this position signifies more humility and more yani more humility. A person is more humble, more 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 yani more 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 humility inside of the sujood, right? So it's twice. So it's twice because we need this. We need to humble ourselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to remember who we are. Okay? We need to remember who we are and how much we are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, and again, this is just a summary of what the shaykh is mentioning. Yeah? And then at the end of the prayer, And then at the end of the prayer, We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the end of the prayer, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send the salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We also send the salams upon ourselves and upon the believing servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send the salat and the salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then at the very end, we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala min adab jahannam from the punishment of the great of, of the fire, from the punishment of hell, wa al-qabr, and from the punishment of the grave, wa al-mahya wa mamat, and from the um, trials. Of life and death, we seek refuge in Allah Taala from this, and from the fitna of the Messiah at Dajjal, and from the fitna from the trial of the Antichrist, right? From the trials and fitna of the Antichrist. This is what every salah. We're asking Allah Taala to safeguard and protect us. Now I want you to reflect on this. Seeking refuge in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala from these. Aforementioned things. Is there anything missing? From all of the bad stuff that can possibly come and touch you, right? Like real for real? Is anything left? Right? Because remember now, we're seeking refuge in Allah from the punishment of the hellfire. Punishment of the hellfire. That's that's something that we don't want. So we need to be we need to ask Allah to save us from that, protect us from that. Okay? Alright. The punishment of the grave. We ask Allah to, to protect us from the punishment of the grave. Seeking refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave. Now, anything missing there? Anything missing there? Right? No. Okay. And then we're asking Allah Ta'ala to protect us from the fitna of life and death. From the fitna, all the trials, tribulations that take place inside your life. From you can name them, whatever they possibly can be, and in death, all the trials, relation that can take place upon a person in death, right? And from the fitna of the antichrist. So now you think about it: Is there anything that you need to run from that is missed by saying this, by begging Allah Taala with this du'a? Is there anything that is missed? There's nothing that is missed. Now, anything that you don't want no parts of, pretty much is covered. So with this being the case, how important is the prayer? How important is the prayer?
these are just some reflections and uh, I apologize a little longer than what is normal and usual for these reminders as it relates to the overlapping opportunities but with all this that is mentioned I'm, I'm sure it's, it's clear to see that this beyond a shadow of a doubt is an overlapping opportunity how many opportunities are there for the benefit and that's just in doing what just in doing that and what you've been commanded to do subhanallah alhamdulillah naam fa naktafi bihad al-qadr until next time we meet. Astaghfirullah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.